This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello and welcome to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Thank you for joining us and for following us on Working Like Dogs on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're your hosts. My name is Marcy Davis, and my co-host is my hardworking service dog, Lovey. And we're thrilled to be with you today to talk about our favorite subject, working dogs and working animals. And today we'll be visiting with Gina DiNardo. And Gina is the Vice President of the American Kennel Club, the world's largest purebred dog registry and leading advocate for dogs. And Gina is going to talk with us today about two wonderful award programs that the AKC is celebrating, and that's the Paws of Courage and the AKC's Humane Fund Awards for Canine Excellence are the ACE Awards. So come right back after these quick messages as we welcome Gina DiNardo to the show. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. It's my pleasure to welcome AKC Vice President Gina DiNardo to the show. Hello, Gina, and welcome. Hi, Marcy. How are you? I'm great. We're so glad that you could be with us today to talk about these exciting programs. Mm, Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, we just love programs that recognize working dogs. And these two, boy, do they ever. And we just really want to hear all about them. But first of all, could you give our listeners a little history about the American Kennel Club? Because it's so rich. Sure. So the American Kennel Club is a not-for-profit organization, and we were founded in 1884, uh, mostly to advance everything that has to do with the study, breeding, exhibiting of purebred dogs. But also parts of our mission have become advancing just canine health and well-being in general. We have a canine health foundation that raises millions of dollars to help canine health research, and also a very robust government relations department that works day in and day out to protect the rights of dog owners and dogs. Yeah, you guys really do everything around dogs. I mean, that's pretty amazing. And you have so many other branches that you've created, like the Humane Fund, um, which I think you mentioned. And, and there's a couple of others, aren't there, Gina? Sure. So we have the AKC Humane Fund, which 
gives grants and funds education for dog education and for people involved in that, as well as outreach for uh, responsible pet ownership and is one of the only public charities that directly supports pets in domestic violence shelters. We also have our Canine Health Foundation, which I said raises millions of dollars. It's about a 20-year-old organization for pet research. We also have a, another organization called AKC Reunite, which helps reunite lost pets with their owners through a database and either a permanent identification of the animal, not just dogs, cats, uh, guanas, lizards, you name it, uh, with like a, any kind of uh, from an ID tag to a microchip to a tattoo. We also have the AKC Museum, which is the largest museum of dog art in the world, and that's based in St. Louis, Missouri. And then we have our corporate offices, which organize all the over 25,000 dog events in the nation, from agility to obedience to the confirmation dog shows that you see on television, and other lesser-known events like rally and dock diving and uh, performance events like field trials. So we have our hands in anything and everything that has to do with dogs and their well-being. Wow, you do. That sounds like a really fun job, Gina. It's awesome. Yep, it's a great company. (laughs) If you like dogs, it's a great place to be. Yeah, it sounds like it. Well, tell us about the Paw of Courage program. How did that come about? So this is our newest award program, and it launched at the beginning of this year, and it was our effort to show appreciation for the sacrifices that working dogs make in this country while serving and protecting our country. And it's our newest award, and so we now award four, recognize four dogs quarterly that have either been very hurt or killed in the line of duty. And so it's wonderful that they get the recognition they deserve because day in and day out in this country, dogs are working alongside police officers and our military to keep this country safe. And it's important to recognize their contribution. Yeah. And we hear more and more about those sacrifices that our officers and unfortunately their canines are making every day. So that's that's so It's so great that you guys are doing that quarterly so that there's really an ongoing award process. Right. There are so many worthy dogs, and unfortunately, there are many of these police dogs are being killed and shot and killed when they're responding to incidents and working with their handlers. And so the stories are very sad because most of them are being killed while attempting to help their human police officer. Yeah, yeah. Well, it gives a whole new meaning to hero, right? When you That's read some of those right. those stories. Well, so tell us how are recipients nominated? Do you guys just recognize them or do people nominate them? So at the moment, it's just we uh, in our public relations and communications department, we track the news. And when we find word of the animals that are hurt, the canine that are hurt, we, you know, we, we just keep track of it. And then we award those stories and those dogs that are most heartwarming and touching. But of course, if anyone has a dog in their community that they feel deserves recognition, uh, they can always write to the American Kennel Club and of course, we'll consider it as one of the Paw of Courage Award recipients. Wow. Well, tell us a little bit about some of the latest recipients. Because this is your second round, right? Right. So, so far, we've recognized eight dogs, and four of them have been Belgian Malinois. We've had one Australian cattle dog, 
and we've had three German Shepherd dogs, which shows you there is, you know, some breeds are used more often in police and detection work than others. And Belgian Malinois and German Shepherds are two of the most popular. And, you know, we just have like the story of a canine officer, Ogar. He was a one-year-old Belgian Malinois. He was shot and killed this past January while attempting to apprehend a suspect. The vehicle had been pulled over and the suspect started running away on foot and they sent the canine dog officer out after the suspect and he was shot and killed in the woods. And so he sacrificed his life to save Deputy Constable Petty was his name. And it was very sad. And you see that repeated over and over again in these stories where the dog officer is shot and killed when responding to the incident with their handler. Yeah. Wow. Well, I just can't imagine what that must be like for the officers when they go through that, because just what I experience of having a service dog, I mean, that relationship is so, it's so deep. And I can't imagine where your dog is, is protecting your life and also the life of others that you're trying to protect in your job. So, wow. I mean, there was just, as I was looking over the information that, that you shared with us, it was just every story was just so touching like that of that ultimate sacrifice that these canines just made. I mean, and it seemed like they did it without even thinking about it because of uh, the kind of devotion that they had and that they were exhibiting. So it's hard to articulate that other than, wow, you know, it's just we're so fortunate to have them in our world. There's no question of that. That's absolutely right. And so it's it's really important in your own communities to recognize that not only the human officers, but the police officers, and you'll see them, more, you know, in the canine cars and just know that they're doing such great work for you. A lot of our local kennel clubs, in fact, will raise funds to donate, like, protection vests for the canines so that you'll see in a local, they'll raise $2,000 or $3,000 and donate it to purchase a bulletproof vest for the canine officer. And that's a really nice fundraiser that someone, if you're looking to raise money for the police in your area, that's something to think about if they have canine officers. Yes, that could have a wonderful impact. That's a great idea. And I also love that you mentioned earlier the work that AKC is doing in support of victims of domestic violence, because that's something that not a lot of us think about when there are incidents of domestic violence in our communities and what happens to the dogs that are involved in that. The innocent victims like children that get caught up in those those situations that are very heartbreaking and difficult. That's right. It's an amazing statistic that the large percentage of domestic violence victims, first their animal is abused. And then when the domestic violence victim goes to flee their home, oftentimes they're scared to leave without their animal for fear that their animal will be hurt or killed, either in retribution for them leaving or just out of, you know, the nature of the situation. And so what the American Kennel Club does through one of its affiliates, the AKC Humane Fund, is raise money and then donate it to domestic violence shelters that provide and allow the abuse victims to bring their animals, whether it is they actually have facilities so that they can, the dog cat can stay with the person or they pay to bring that animal into a shelter or a like a foster environment until the victims can get up on their feet and into a safe environment. And so we 
fund shelters from around the country. We accept the grant applications all the time, and we are very happy to take all the money we get and send it right back out to those shelters and help them help the domestic violence victims. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I am so glad to hear that you guys are doing that. That's really wonderful. And so tell us, so the Paw of Courage Award, that's not specific to purebreds, right? Any dog can be nominated for that or receive it? Absolutely. A lot of our awards, even the ACE Awards that we're going to talk about later, there is no requirement that they be purebred. In fact, the American Kennel Club has many programs in its arsenal of fun things to do that aren't for purebreds. We have an entire registry or listing service for mixed breed dogs, and mixed breed dogs are allowed to compete alongside purebreds in agility and obedience competitions. And so while the confirmation dog shows that you see on TV are just for purebreds, the organization cares about all dogs. It funds programs for all dogs. And the Paw of Courage Award can certainly be given to a, a mixed breed dog. Oh, that's excellent. Well, so tell us how our listeners can follow along or get more information about the Paw of Courage Awards. Is it on your website or Facebook or how can they get more information about it? So all of the compelling stories that we're talking about today are listed on our website, which is akc.org, and you can read about all of the very heartfelt stories. And then we also post it on our Facebook page. We have over 4 million followers on our Facebook page, and so if you're not following us, please do. We post great information about all types of things related to dogs and dog ownership. And if you want to send in a nomination, there's information about the contact people within our company that you can certainly email information about a worthy dog in your community. Great. Okay. Well, we will also include that information on our website so that our listeners can be sure and and hear more about those compelling stories because they are compelling, every one of them. I don't know how you guys can actually select. It's so difficult because these stories are so heart-touching. They really, really are. Yeah, they're all deserving dogs for sure. Yes, they are. Well, we are going to take a quick break to hear some important messages from our sponsors, and then we'll be right back to continue visiting with AKC Vice President Gina DiNardo. And Lovey says for everybody to sit and stay, and we'll be right back. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. So when we brought him home, we didn't realize that Bear the Rescue Dog was actually sick. He had very flaky skin. He was dropping a lot of fur. And Lavette wanted to do steroid injections, special dog food. Nothing seemed to work. So I've been hearing Dinovite on the radio for years. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. It never actually crossed my mind to try it until I was just at a dead end. And then it finally sunk in. Oh, you're talking about hair and skin. And all right, (laughs) I'll try it. Well, it took probably six weeks, but after we started using Dynavite, no more flaky skin. He doesn't scratch and itch, and he started to put weight on. It was, <laughs> it was awesome. He makes us feel like we saved him. Every rescue dog in America deserves Dynavite for 90 days. I wish that we would have started the Dynavite right away. It would have been so much easier. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, the founder of Whitegate PR. We have been specializing in PR and marketing in the pet industry for over 10 years. 
If you have a pet product or service you would like to promote, give us a call. We can help create awareness for your brand on TV, radio, magazines, newspapers, and blogs. Feel free to reach me directly at 619-414-9307 or learn more on our website at whitegatepr.com or follow us on Facebook. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. We're visiting with AKC Vice President Gina DiNardo. And before the break, Gina was talking with us about the AKC's Paw of Courage Award program. And now we'd like to hear about another program that the AKC has, and that is the Humane Fund Award for Canine Excellence, or the ACE Awards. So, Gina, can you tell us what you mentioned about the AKC Humane Fund, which they're doing amazing work. They're actually the sponsors of the ACE Awards, right? That's correct. The AKC Humane Fund is the sponsor of the ACE Awards, and the ACE Awards have been given for 17 years now, and we recognize one dog in each of five categories. We have Uniformed Service Canine, we have Service Dog Award, we have a Therapy Dog Award, a Search and Rescue Award, and then an Exemplary Companion Dog Award. And so people can nominate dogs, and we get nominations all year round, and then a panel of people review the nominations and pick the great, great, there's so many great stories, but pick five really, really compelling stories, and not only do we celebrate them in our magazines and online, but we bring five them to Orlando, Florida, where we have our AKC National Championship every December, and we have a great big dog show, and we televise it, and we highlight and celebrate these dogs and get them special awards. And so it's a really fun event. (laughs) You can watch it. Well, we stream it online on akc.org and then it will be televised next year. But it's it's a really nice dog show to watch on TV and the awards are always, they always make you cry. <laughs> I bet, yes. Well, so tell us, so you said that nominations go on throughout the whole year? Right. So we closed nominations, we just closed the nominations and made the announcements for the 2016 dogs, but you could start nominating dogs for 2017 right now and then we collect them all the way up until the time again where we have to decide, which is usually around September. So uh, this year we have a bloodhound who is the uniformed canine dog, and he works for the Colorado Bureau of Investigation and assists uh, in cases with the Center for Missing and Exploited Children. And he, he is an amazing search and rescue bloodhound. We have a service dog named Teddy, who's a Labrador retriever. And his owner, Crystal, when she was 14 years old, suddenly became paralyzed from the waist down. And then she wasn't able to attend school, and she became very depressed and isolated. And Teddy the Labrador became her, like, eyes and ears and did everything for her, from opening and closing doors to letting her know when she needed to move to go to the bathroom and helped her so much with her self-esteem that she got out of her depression and was able to go back to school. She's earned three college associate degrees. She now works part-time and has actually become a spokesperson for Canine Partners for Life, which is where Teddy is certified as a service dog. 
impressive. That's yes. wonderful. Yeah. Well, tell us about some of the other winners. So then we have in the therapy dog category, we have Jackie, which is a Sussex Spaniel, and she's certified through San Francisco SPCA Animal Assisted Therapy and works going to airports. So there's a new concept that was launched recently where people would bring their animals to the airport and help travelers who were getting nervous before their flights help bring calm to them by being in an area where the passengers could pet the dogs and interact with the dogs. And so these therapy dogs, and they go to the San Francisco International Airport, and they're called the WAG Brigade, and they bring uh, the dogs to the airport terminal and make the air travel more enjoyable for passengers who are have uh, some fear of flying. That's a fabulous idea. We have seen some of those dogs in action and passengers really respond so positively to it. It's great. That's right. So if you're walking through a terminal and you see a dog wearing a vest that says, pet me, they might be part of the WAG brigade and you should go over and say hello. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's one more or two more? We have two more. So we have in the search and rescue category, a Belgian Malinois named Bodie. And Bodie is from California. And he is among the small circle of search and rescue dogs that is trained in three distinct disciplines of search and rescue, article search, trailing, and human remains detection. And they've assisted local and federal law enforcement in California and Nevada and Arizona for over over seven years, and he actually averages about 20 searches per year and is an accomplished uh, search and rescue dog. Ah, we love the search and rescue dogs, too. That's so wonderful and so amazing how they can detect and find people and hopefully finding them alive, which is just awesome. That's right. And then, the, and then, and then you have a companion dog? Yes, yeah, so we always choose one exemplary companion dog, and this year it's House, a German Shepherd dog from Tampa, Florida. He's a two-year-old German Shepherd and fought for his life after stepping between his seven-year-old owner, Molly DeLuca, and a rattlesnake. Oh. So he was in the backyard with little Molly, and her grandmother saw the dog jumping several times, but still standing his ground and growling. And she saw blood coming from him, and he started to limp and cry. And she really quickly realized that there was a rattlesnake that he was facing. And he got bitten on his face and neck, and he almost died. He had three snake bites, and he had to have tons of anti-venom injected into him to survive. But by putting himself between the snake and the seven-year-old girl, he basically saved her life. He was intensive care and... Thankfully, he was full, he fully recovered, and he's back at home with his family. But it, there's a there is an example of just dogs naturally being protective of the people they love and putting their life on the line just instinctually because they care for their owners. And it's a wonderful story. That is a wonderful story, and that is another impressive thing that that, <laughs> that dog was willing to do that and to get be bitten. I think three times. Oh, that's right. Oh my goodness! Wow, he really deserves that award, as they. That's right. All do. Well, tell us a little bit more about how the winners are chosen. So you mentioned there's a committee. Right. So there is a committee at AKC of people who've, who've worked here for a long time and who've been on this committee for a long time. So they've read tons and tons of stories over the past 17 years. And we just get around and we review them all and we find 
we try to find stories that are either novel or breeds that aren't necessarily well-known for that kind of work or just a really super compelling story. And uh, we choose them, and it's very hard because there's all we want to give them all awards, quite frankly. And so we have honorable mentions as well. And if you go onto the website, not only can you read about the five dogs that we're honoring this year with actual awards, you can read the honorable mentions, which are just as good and just as compelling. And we have them for going 17 years back. So there's so many loving stories. If you want to just get a warm feeling in your heart about dogs and what they do for people, it's a great way to spend 10 minutes on the internet. Yeah, that's beautiful. I know we see so many things on the internet that are not positive. So it is really fulfilling to see these stories that are. Well, tell us a little bit more about the big celebration and some of the other recognition things that the honorees will be receiving. So as I was saying, we have a national championship dog show in Orlando, Florida, this December 17th and 18th. And it's an annual event. And not only is there a dog show, but there's an agility championship, a dock diving championship, a rally, obedience. It's really like a convention for the dog world. And at this um, national championship, we will we will celebrate the ACE Award recipients. We're going to have a special big party for them in the evening, kind of like a Academy Award kind of party and all of the important people in the sport and of dogs will come and they will give these dogs the recognition they deserve and then at night on television they will be presented with a medallion and a thousand dollars which will be donated in their name to a pet related charity of their choice and it's just a a nice way for us to give them a, a moment in the spotlight which they so deserve Wow, so they all get to walk the red carpet then. Absolutely. It's quite a photo op for them, and it makes for great television because we tell their stories, and, you know, they're wonderful, and the people that own these animals are wonderful, and they're so excited to share their stories with with the world, and it's a really nice day in the world of dogs. Yeah, well, it sounds like it. Wow. Well, And so where on television can our listeners find it? Uh, It's to be determined, but if you go to the AKC's website and you just go to our pages that have information about the national championship, the AKC national championship, it's presented by Royal Canaan, Orlando, Florida, Saturday and Sunday, December 17th and 18th. And if you go to AKC.org, you can find information about the live stream that will take place during those days and then the television show that will air after it. Okay, perfect. Well, we will stay tuned because we will not want to miss that big (laughs) celebration. That sounds wonderful. Well, thank you so much for stopping by, Gina, and visiting with us. We really appreciate it and appreciate the work that you're doing with the AKC. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks. And thank you, our listeners, for being with us. We'd love to hear from you. So please keep those emails coming at Marcy, M-A-R-C-I-E, at PetLifeRadio.com. And you know that you can also follow Working Like Dogs on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So thanks so much for being with us, and take good care. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.